Hi, my name is Joni Hansen Davis. I am the CEO and founder of Belly. Femtech to me is authentically creating products and solutions that solve the unique needs of women to help improve our lives in meaningful ways. Welcome to Femtech Focus with Dr. Brittany Barreto, exploring the past, present, and future of women's health and wellness. Welcome to the Femtech Focus podcast, where we have meaningful and provocative conversations with femtech experts. These academics, doctors, and innovators tell us about the past, present, and future of women's health and wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Brittany Barreto. In today's episode, I interviewed Joni Hansen Davis, the CEO of Belly. Belly is a prenatal vitamin system designed to help women, men, and babies reach their full potential from day one. Together, Belly for Women and Belly for Men is a winning combination to help increase chances for conception and a healthy baby. Belly for Women offers nutrient-rocking supplements that nourish your body pre-conception to increase chances of fertility, once pregnancy occurs to boost energy and comfort, and post-birth when a woman's body is recovering. Our listeners get a special deal today, too. Go to bellybaby.com, that's B-E-L-I baby.com, and use promo code FEMTECH15 for 15% off your order. Enjoy the episode. Hey, Tony, welcome to the show. Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Where are you calling in from? Calling in from sunny Seattle, Washington. Um yeah, actually, no, it's raining today, but oh. it's a great <laughs> oxymoron. Like, I thought that wasn't okay. <laughs> no, we like to joke about that, but it's a great place to to be, to start a company and to raise my kids. So yes, from Seattle, Washington. Cool. Is there a lot of femtech in Seattle or do you know of other femtech companies, women's health? I do. I do. There's a few. I think it's an emerging industry for sure. Um, and yeah, I think, I think it's a, it's growing. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, using your platform to help us all connect in, in ways I think is, is super important to help us build out this category. But yeah, there's a few of us um, looming around it, over here. It's so interesting because I think a lot of industries have a hub, right? So like Houston is the energy hub and New York City is fashion and, you know, like LA is more consumer product goods. And people ask me, well, where's Femtech's hub? And I say, well, there isn't one. And actually, I think our hub is virtual because we've seen so much growth in the last year and the last year, everything's been virtual. And I actually, I'm, I'm kind of don't want a, a one city to be all of Femtech. What do you think? Oh, no, I agree. I mean, it's, it's not, um, it's not a one city issue. It's not a one city, right. Group of people. So I'd like to see it, um, definitely, um, see it across and not just within the United States international, um, huge, yeah. But, you know, I think for us connecting in cities and helping to, you know, collectively come together is where the power is going to be. Um, so, yes, I'd like to see everybody, everybody thinking about it and everybody headed in the femtech direction. Yeah, it's almost like it's a it speaks to how not niche 
femtech is, is that we can't have a hub because it's just, <laughs> it's just too broad. Um, well, anyways, let's kick it off our interview today mm-hmm. with your background. Our listeners love to learn about, you know, where our guests have come from. What did they study? Did they have a career before they got into femtech? We have a, a lot of students that listen in. So uh, tell us about your background. Absolutely. Well, it's, I've been in, in, in this industry for a while in terms of tech. Um, I graduated from the University of Washington. My ultimate goal was to work in the White House. I wanted to be the communications director. So I started on my path of working in TV, um, got hired actually in tech working at Microsoft, um, doing promotional work for them, and really started my tech career. So, um, you know, from there, um, I started working in investor relations. So I ended up using my marketing um, communication skills to help companies go public and to work and communicate their strategy and their story oh. to Wall Street. Yeah, so I mean, it's been a it's been complimentary, but definitely I've um, done different things in my career. Um, where I'm at now, though, is since I've had children or when I started that journey to have kids, right? Things changed, right? It became personal, it became now I'm responsible for somebody else. And so the research and what we do to enable us to um, optimize our fertility, to have healthy pregnancies, and now to have healthy children is a huge and scary and lonely and exciting path. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so much that science has given us right now to help us have a better um, experience and to be more empowered in what our fertility journey looks like. So I think that's where my purpose and my passion um, is at this point in my career is that I want to do something that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, technology and enterprise software is fantastic, but um, I really feel like the power (laughs) and our, and our future and our future of our health and our, and our children's health lies in, in really capturing this new science. You know, that reminds me a lot of my career when I was a senior venture associate in Houston, Texas, and half of the deals I was reviewing were oil and gas or <laughs> logistics, like blockchain, uh, supply chain management. And I was like, first of all, I'm bored to tears. <laughs> second of all, like, I'm so glad that this is saving Exxon millions of dollars a year because of, you know, whatever, but I don't feel, mo- I'm not jumping in the morning excited for this, you know, and then the healthcare ones I was way more excited about, but it was always the women's health ones that mm-hmm. I was like, cancel my day. I'm going to be your mentor. Like, let's get this done. Like you're working on really important stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think there's just so much opportunity. And I think it's an area that hasn't been innovated on in. I, mean, I think it's the last category to be innovated on out of anything, right? <laughs> it, it didn't take me very long to look at the market we're in and go, oh my gosh, right? Yeah. I mean, there's clean beauty and, and that kind of that's kind of that trend, but really looking at your health and really being mindful of what you put in your body and what you're asking your body to do, mm-hmm. it, it hasn't been innovated on. So that's what we're doing. That's our corner of the world. But I just think there's such a huge opportunity for us to innovate in women's health um, and to provide better outcomes. That's a perfect segue. Tell us, how are you innovating? <laughs> what is belly? So Belly is, um, we're really working to redefine nutritional science um, in terms of what we put in our bodies, what the quality is, how our bodies absorb it, um, and the science behind it. And so our first step is starting with reproductive health, right? The fertility market is 26 billion and growing. Um, Most of it is rooted in fear, 
um, like, you know, what will happen if, but I think there's so much we can do. And a woman's reproductive health is a very um, empowering part of our overall health. And I think there's a lot we can do to help nurture that, whether you're thinking about having children now or later, or maybe never, right? Our bodies are very different. Um, our cells rejuvenate every day and what, what they are made from is what we consume. And so we're starting with reproductive health. We've got a line of fertility and prenatal vitamins um, based on the latest research. Um, super high quality, bioavailable, which means it's, it's, it's optimized to um, with the nutrients in the right forms that help your bodies absorb it in the, in the best way. Um, and we believe based on science, based on that, we are trying to achieve and help you make the health, you know, help you have the healthiest body you can to create a new little life. What I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, uh, you talking about like the health of the woman and the health mm -hmm. of the baby and not so much necessarily like we help you get pregnant. Is do you, mm -hmm. are you classifying fertility as also like not necessarily because I would I, there's this paradigm right so I, I'm obviously I'm like talking out loud with you right now I'm just brainstorming mm -hmm. so fertility I feel like we often say fertility is getting pregnant but what I hear you saying is fertility is healthy pregnancy is that am I hearing that correctly? Um, it is right. I think that. Um... Fertility is, is a broad thing. I mean, most people come to us, right? Cause they're now thinking about getting pregnant. And so they're ready to get their bodies ready. And we're like, well, okay. But if you've had 10, 15 years of not being healthy and then all of a sudden you're trying to get your body healthy in one month. Okay. It's always a good time to start, but we feel that you should be optimizing your nutrition and your, um, throughout your entire reproductive, like reproductive years. And that means that you're, your vitamins, because we're specifically doing vitamins right now, um, should be optimized to help you on that journey. Yeah. Um, so I think the most um, ironic thing, though, is our first product we came out with was for men. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you why. Yeah. Um, so we so for our first product, we have been in R&D for two years. Okay. Um, our first product launched in April of 2019, and we had set out to do a better prenatal multivitamin by stage for women. Mm -hmm. um, and in all of our research and all of the people that we collaborated with on this multivitamin, guess what? Men are half the equation. Mm -hmm. And nobody was addressing that, right? So to me, it's amazing that in 2021, or, or back then, 2018, 2017, women bear the psychological and physical burden of getting pregnant and staying pregnant. Mm -hmm. And we know through science, this is not made up. This is science that says men contribute half the DNA, men, um, their sperm um, has contains the blueprint to how the placenta develops. Um, most of it um, is mis recurrent miscarriages due to the poor quality of the man's sperm. Um, and so, you know, our proposition is switch, switch out your multivitamin and take something that's specially optimized to give you the best reproductive health to contribute what you need to contribute to the pregnancy equation. It's true, right? So, you know, we're helping women by helping men, but I think it is kind of removing that, that burden of it's not all on her. Yeah. Um, he needs to, it, it's an easy thing to do. He also needs to get his body healthy because it's, it's the difference between conceiving healthy pregnancy, and then the long-term health of the child. Mm -hmm. So it was just a, a huge gaping void in the whole, you know, fertility space. Um, and it's resonated. I mean, it's, it's 
done extremely well and, I, and I'm super pleased, right? Um, it's a harder proposition to target them in, but, um, but it's working and it's resonating. So finally in, huh? sorry, go ahead. I have some questions about that. Can I ask sure. you? So do you target the men via the woman? That's what I thought. That's what I thought my hypothesis was going to be. I thought the women would say I've done because we're really good at the research and, and figuring yeah. it out. And as my investor said, if my wife told me to stand on my head and drink a Diet Coke backwards, you know, while juggling, I would do it. Right. Uh -huh. um, but men are signing up. I'd say the majority okay. of people who bought our product are men. Awesome. Awesome. And that, um, my other question was, is it also called a prenatal vitamin for men as well? Or is that just is. for females? Mm -mm. So men have women. prenatal vitamins too. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I guess I'm not sure what prenatal define definition is because I always in, in my mind it's a woman, you know. Yep. Yep. No, it's well, it takes two to make a baby, right? Yep. So his health and in in if you even look at the stats, right? Um, when you look at people who are unable to to get pregnant after the the normal time frame, um, forty percent is due to the men, you know, and then right, forty percent women. So. There is right, the science behind the fact that men do need to prepare their sperm mm -hmm. and the nutrients power how their sperm grows, right? Because sperm right, matures over a two to three month period. There's different stages of growth. There's different nutrients to drive those different stages of growth. So even if you have, say, I've got enough sperm, well, there, there's a lot that goes into um, the quality of it that yeah. also determines how a woman um, conceives and if she actually stays pregnant. Yep. So that wow. is a huge piece of the equation. So it's resonating really, really well. Mm -hmm. So in January, we did launch the women's prenatal, um, which we're super excited about. Um, and in all of our research, right, again, it's just something that hasn't been innovated on. Um, a lot of times it's a one size fits all. And we are all about what is the latest recommendations? What are the latest, you know, what is science telling us our bodies need um, mm -hmm. to help right in that process, whether it's optimizing your fertility or, you know, having a healthy pregnancy, or there's something that I really, you know, I think belly will um, deep dive into later is the whole, the, the postpartum. Yeah. Um, right. It, yes. Nobody's, oh, nobody's really addressing it. Um, but it's the difference between, you know, um, how you feel and how you recover. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a different set of nutrients. It's a different set and it can make the difference. It, it can, and nobody's really addressing it. You know, it's like how many like post-workout things do we have? Right. So if you run a marathon, there's like all of these regimens, supplements, food, all these things you need to do after you do a marathon. A woman births a human being from her vagina or her like stomach or whatever, however she gets it out. Right. Um, and she like goes on with all these stitches. She's depressed. Like there's huge, huge, huge. She's a new human. She's now a mom. Right. She has a new title. And like, I have never heard of um, like some, a supplement for that. And it's like, that's the post-marathon workup that we need. Right? Oh, we do. Yeah. I mean, I've read a study. It, it takes 10 years for a woman's body to recover from one pregnancy. Oh, my and I think once we send us home with our cute baby and our, you know, and I've had three, right. And our cute baby and their cute clothes, right. Then that's the end of the journey, but it's not our, our bodies need to recover. I mean, I had major issues breastfeeding, um, which brought me to, I mean, I've, I feel like I'm a pretty strong woman. I was in tears every single day. Um, so I think that, um, there's a lot more we can do for women's health on the journey versus just, you know, that extends beyond getting pregnant. And then, and then during the, right. 
um, the nine months you're pregnant. So there's a lot, I think there's so much runway for us. Um, We're just getting started, but I think that for a woman, um, whether or not you want to have a baby now or later, um, that reproductive health is a very empowering aspect of your overall health and and one you should nurture every day. hundred percent. Um, so you doesn't sound like you come from a nutritionist background. Sounds like enterprise software. So how is the science <laughs> getting brought in? Like how, you know, do you have a badass scientific team or like, tell me about that part. I do have a badass scientific team, but it's been a journey. And let me tell you, um, it was a collaboration, right? Um, we have nutritionists, we have fertility doctors, we have OBGYNs, we have pharmacists, we have scientists, we have chemists. Um, our manufacturer is amazing, right? Because even once you get to the point where you have a formula, you want to know what's the right ingredients, where are they being sourced? Um, I did not know that like 99% of vitamin C comes from China and it's GMO. Ours doesn't, by the way. Um So, right. But there's things that we've learned along the way, but it it wasn't one person or one thing or one area of expertise. In fact, the, the medical doctors, and I'll be very general because it's not everybody don't have nutritional backgrounds. No. Yeah. Right. And so they'll look at a vitamin and they'll say, Oh, it's got folic acid. Here you go. And it's like, no, 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 no. You know, most people can't absorb folic acid. You need folate and right. Your methylated B vitamins. And so that knowledge comes from a variety of people. And so you cannot create this, um, you know, your vitamins um, with just one um, point of view. You need, um, it, it's been a collaboration and everybody's brought a very, very different set of data mm-hmm. um, to, which is why it took two years to formulate this. Um, and then finding the right manufacturer and finding the right nutrients and where you're going to source them and kind of bringing that it's, it, it is at the end of the day too this kind of this clean vitamin movement, right? Mm-hmm. There was the clean beauty movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're ingesting things into your body and expecting to have a result. And if you if what you're putting in your body is not good, right? Either one thing it's going to flush out or another thing, your cells are going to hold on to it, which is not a good thing either. Mm-hmm. So you know, so what we're trying to do is, you know, ultimately for belly, it is about, you know, making sure what you put in your body is doing what you're intending it to do. Um, our first path is reproductive health, which is so important for women, but I could go on and on about how many, you know, for menopause, for, right, for postpartum, that we could really use this science to mm-hmm. achieve um, women's health. Absolutely. Do you think that um, supplements and vitamins should be regulated because of all the things you've discovered in terms of like where things are actually being sourced or what's in different things? Um, I mean, I have no problem with it, right? I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> like I'm ready. To- <laughs> Check me out, FDA. No worries. Like <laughs> right, um, right. Um, we don't we don't make claims. Like you said, we're not here to tell you you're going to get pregnant if you use it. But we're saying we are trying to make your body the healthiest it can be to create a new little life. That's yeah. our purpose. Um, we do what we can to be regulated, right? So our manufacturer um, is FDA registered. We manufacture under the good manufacturing processes. We, you know, do certificate of authenticities, right? We do what we can. But I think not having that regulation. Um, not that I want to introduce a bunch of regulation, but not having that regulation, I think gives the market a really bad name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we're trying to do so much good, right. Yeah. So, you know, some of the bad weeds get, um, 
you know, weeded out just naturally, but, you know, we're doing everything we can to also educate on, you know, so we put out research on how to read your vitamin label or give us your label, we'll read it or, right, or why you should choose folate over folic acid. So a lot of what we're doing too is education. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, once again, you're like literally softballing me for my next question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we did not practice this y'all, y'all know we do this on the fly, but I was going to ask you like, so I feel very much in probably the general population where I'm like supplements. It's about like vitamins that are good for you period. You know? And like, I guess I have some scientific background in terms of like understanding mm-hmm. like, Oh, a vitamin, I knew vitamin B was involved in this magnesium is involved in that. So I can imagine taking this vitamin empowers the Krebs cycle and blah, blah, blah. But if you could, for our listeners who, you know, maybe they take vitamins every day, mm-hmm. but they don't know why they do or for what they do. Can you give us a little insight? What is a supplement and maybe belly supplement? Like what are some of the unique parts of that? And like, how are they useful for getting ready to be pregnant? Yeah, absolutely. So when you are trying to create, and especially in, in the realm of reproductive, right? When you're trying to get pregnant is that your body does need extra nutrients to get ready to support a pregnancy. And definitely when you're growing a little one. Makes and sense. then as we talked about, right? So it's just, you have to, like, yeah. you're not going to get all of that, um, all of those nutrients you need optimized in the forms you need them um, just through your food alone. So let me give you one example. So for the first time, um, the USDA said you need 450 milligrams of choline in your prenatal. Okay. Um, choline is as important as folate um, for cognitive development in the baby. Um, and if you do, or you can, or you choose to breastfeed, um, the, that choline right will help your baby's cognitive development. Super important. For you to get 450 milligrams of choline, you're eating eight eggs a day, every day. A lot of eggs. Okay. So, I mean, we can talk about the food chain and, and kind of the um, degradation of that, right? In terms of yeah. do the, does our food have the nutrients it needs based on where it's grown, the soil it's grown, how it gets to your market. Um, but then, you know, when you are going through reproductive or your prenatal, there's just, it's just elevated needs in, in every area, um, from folate, right. To your B vitamins, to, um, choline, which is a big one, right? So when we talk about nutritional science and how it really needs that innovation, it's not just here, let's take a a normal multivitamin off the shelf. It is what is going to be optimized for the stage, um, that I'm in, in my life, Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, 90% of most people are deficient in one or more vitamins. Um, I'm sure um, like everybody, everybody, are, well, especially in Seattle, we're all deficient in vitamin D, but that has, even vitamin D, if you're deficient in vitamin D has a huge impact on fertility. Wow. Yep. So, you know, it's, it's not just about, um, you know, it's, can you get all of your nutrients from your food? I would say that's a hard proposition, um, mm-hmm. even if you're the best eater in the world, but that really heightens when you're, when you're pregnant and you're trying to get pregnant yeah. is that your body needs different nutrients optimized, right. For what your, um, what, what science tells us that mm-hmm. your body needs to create and sustain a life. And now a quick word from our sponsors. As we've talked about many times on the show before, we need more femtech entrepreneurs improving women's health and wellness across every category, 
especially sex. I've made some new friends over at Dame Products who are doing just that. Dame Products is a women-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you, listeners. Their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love, earning glowing press from New York Times, W Magazine, and many more, including me. I recently purchased Dame's Partners Optional Bundle, which includes the Eva and the Arc vibrators, plus Alu Lube. I used to sell sex toys in college and have never seen a design like theirs. The Eva has these small little wings that tuck under the labia for a hands-free experience. Also, their lube bottle comes with a grip slip. Think about the functionality, folks. I love it. Whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost or on a journey of self-exploration, I'm sure they'll earn a spot on your nightstand. Visit dameproducts.com backslash femtechfocus for 15% off the site. This is a hell of a deal, y'all. Go to dameproducts.com backslash femtechfocus for 15% off and see what they can bring to your bedroom and beyond. And now back to the interview. This may be too philosophical of a question, but like, what, how, like, aren't we just animals? Like, why don't, how, why do we need supplements to, you know, get this really right? If, you know, does the rest of the animal kingdom suffer with this too? Like all these and can't get pregnant and stuff or like, or is that because of our civilization? We've kind of like screwed quote unquote screwed ourselves and now we need supplements in order to let natural processes occur um well i can't speak specifically to the animal reproductive system (laughs) um, myself i can tell you uh based on what the research has told us in terms of what our bodies need Uh um to to you know for our egg quality for our sperm quality for um the building blocks of um our baby, um, and their health. So it's just, the research is out there and we have devoted a whole page of science on our website to explain that. Like, so every ingredient in belly, um, and we'll hold this true through all of our products is backed by research. Mm. Um, and we're like, here, you know, go read, go read it for yourself. But, um, for us as humans and what our bodies are telling us right now is that, we need certain nutrients, um, especially during the reproductive um, and prenatal and postnatal to, to support um, our body um, in creating the new life. Um, this is really, it's so funny. All of the most successful femtech companies have the same three. I call it the femtech trifecta. Femtech trifecta, great product, a lot of education and a community. Do you guys have a community as well? Yeah, we have a huge community. Oh and you know what I love about it? And I, and I love, um, I founded a company in 2011 called Good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's G-U-U-D, but it was um, helping consumers um, find and discover products that were good for them based on the attributes they cared about. Whether at the time, right, that was whether you want a good sunscreen or you want gluten-free or you want dairy-free, you know, whatever it was, those attributes weren't really tagged onto products as, as you were. They're better today, um, right? But 
I found through that whole community of working with um, women in particular, we do a lot of research. Um, we are the major um, buyers for our family. Um, is that we 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 do care what goes you know into our 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 bodies. It's a very authentic community, mm-hmm. um, right? So when we look at everybody who is part of the belly community or who recommends belly, it's authentic. You know, yeah. it's not somebody who's 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 recommending belly just because you know they may have a link and they get some money. It is authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, we are helpful. We are want to help other people. We want to share the research um, and what we found with others. And it's the most authentic, real community um, and helpful that I've, I love being a part of. It makes me happy. Um, and so we foster that, you know, with Belly. But I think that's why I love what I do and why I'm in this space too, right? Um, I relate to everybody because I'm a mom. I've done it. Um, but it's just, it's the most authentic group of people I've ever met. I love the femtech community. We are just a bunch of collaborators that know mm-hmm. the bigger mission here is like women's lives are on the line, you know? Um, yep. So, and that there's plenty of innovation that's needed and there's like plenty yes. of consumers waiting <laughs> and like, it's not about scarcity because uh, it's an emerging market, which sounds insane, but it is. Um so you were mentioning before this like eight eggs, right? To get all of that, the right supplements that you need for certain, uh, what was the, what was the specific thing? I'm sorry, which, what for, are you referring for to? Egg. For egg quality? Um, no, you said you have to like eat eight, eight eggs. Oh, I'm sorry for the choline, choline. Oh, sorry, yes. I could imagine the eggs in the eggs and the ovarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Choline. So, but on your website, I was checking it out. Very cool. It says it's vegan. So how do y'all do that? Um, well, it's the ingredients we source, right? So there, it's not whole foods. Um, so the ingredients we source, right. Are, are vegan. Um, we Got just it. feel it's, it's, it's healthier. Yeah. Um, so like our D3, right? Most D3 is sourced from animals. Um, our D3 is vegan. Got so it. we just feel, right, it's healthier, um, free of allergens, free of uh, um, gluten. Um, it's made in the USA. Uh, it's vegan. We just feel that that goes with, with what we're trying to create. It's just a higher quality, better for you product that you're yeah. ingesting into your body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some of the future goals for belly? Yeah. So um, I think, like I said, I think there's a long runway of what we want to do. And I think that there's a lot of products we can do in the nutrition space that can help women's health. Um, We are super, we're looking at um, a number of different products, but if you think anything along the the reproductive, fertility, prenatal, baby, kids, um, and then then branching off from that is, is I think we've built a good foundation where um, we're going to stick to our principles of, of really innovating in this in this space, um, whether it takes the form of a vitamin or a supplement, or it takes the form of a powder, or it takes the form of um, whatever it may be. Uh, that's our direction, and it's all to improve women's health. Oh, oh my gosh, so awesome! Well, this has been so great. I have two last questions that our listeners really love. The first sure. one is if someone wanted to start a femtech company, because we do have a lot of aspiring founders listening, um, what's an area in women's health and wellness that you think still needs innovating? Oh, that's a great question. Um, definitely this space. <laughs> um, in ter- Well, I would say, like I talked about postnatal, I think is a uh-huh. huge category that needs to be addressed in a big, 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 meaningful way. Um, I think... Um, 
the menopause area, I think is a is an area that still needs to be innovated on in a, in a big, big, meaningful way. Um, so I, you know, I that's my area of, ex, you know, my where I look, um, just because I have people asking us for different solutions. So, you know, our area is all about nutritional science. Um, and I, I just feel like those two areas are, are two that still need to be addressed in, in a big way. Um, I did have an entrepreneur come to me recently who is looking at even the, the perimenopause phase mm-hmm. uh, based on her own experience of, you know, kind of that in-between phase, right? Where you're, you know, you're maybe not wanting to have children, but you're not in menopause. And there's there's different nutrients, right? That power our bodies at different stages of our life. It's not a one size fits all. And I think if you can meet those needs, um, and, you know, bring products to the market in, in those capacities, I think it's going to be very successful. Mm, I love it. And uh, our last question is, what do you think the femtech industry as a whole needs the most right now in order to be successful? What it needs the most? Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't struggle with this, but I think about this a lot, right? Femtech um, to me has been a nice, wrapper around an industry that hasn't gotten enough credibility on its own, right? It's got its own set of criteria. It's got its own set of founders. Um, And I still feel like there's a lot we can do to help define that criteria, Mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot of people that still try to put it into the the boy bubble. And let me give you a specific example. And I don't know if we we have enough time, but I I do think, think about this every single day. There's a prominent VC here in Seattle who is now big in the femtech space. Like we're going femtech, we're going all the way. And I just read an article, it was on on a major, major um, TV um, program. And the advice was um, be more like a man when you're presenting. Like be boisterous. You have to roll in and act like you're going into the boys club because you're presenting to a group of men. And yeah, I get that. You know, I've worked on Wall Street. I get that. I mean, I could tell you story upon story about my experiences there. And I thought about it and I'm like, okay, there's a game we all play, right? When you go out to raise money, you're starting companies. I get that. Yeah. But I don't want to change at this point who I am. And I think Femtech gives us that platform to say, we can be authentic to who we are without trying to change who we are. And we should be recognized and funded and, you know, and um, supported because of who we are, not because we fit into the criteria of what, right, going back to enterprise tech, an ad company would come in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to create and help be part of this um, industry that um, brings authenticity to women and who we are, and that we don't have to change to fit a category, that we're going to succeed, and we do succeed, based on, right, um, the products and the and the solutions that we bring to market. Um, I did a, um, I hosted a, an event at a, um, it was a VC office here, it was probably three years ago, called Why Investing in Women is a Smart Thing to Do. Mm-hmm. And the stats about, you know, successful businesses run by women, we bring different values, we bring different ways of approaching things, we bring different skill sets, and we are successful. And I think Femtech gives us that platform, right, as a category, as an industry, and that credibility. So I don't want to fit into anybody else's mold. I think we have the opportunity to define who we are, what Mm -hmm. this means, and that we're creating authentic products and services 
for 50% of the world's population. So to me, it's, it's so much bigger than what I'm doing with belly. I think belly fits into it in a really, really big, meaningful way. And I hope we can, right, contribute to the success of femtech overall. That's my goal as a woman. Um, but I just, you know, I want to, I want to bring some authenticity to who we are as women to the table and not trying to fit into this, this man's world. Tony, Tony. Yes. This is, um, <laughs> I just got on my soapbox, but I, I loved, loved it. it. I it felt like, really good. She's on her box. <laughs> let her talk. Let the <laughs> um, I just finished a, you know, consulting call with uh, a founder named Melanie out of Canada. And, you know, she's early stage. She's raising her first round. And I tell her, as I tell all of my founders I mentor and, and consult, you know, unfortunately it's a, it's a game. And I hate that the prize goes to the person who dances the best on stage. Um, I hate, I'm sorry, but that's just the game and we need to win it. And I mean, luckily I'm really good at that. The dancing on stage thing, the pitching thing. So I'm going to help you crack the code. We're going to get the money, but like, I really hope it changes And you know, Femtech focus. We're now launching our venture arm coyote ventures. We are not so far. We haven't asked any founder to pitch us. We have office hours. We have, let's have a meeting. Like bring a cocktail, bring your coffee. Like, let's have a meeting. I want to, you know, meet your other people on your team. And it's not like, give us a presentation, dance, dance, dance. You know, it's like, um, I think that is so like rudimentary, like male energy, you know, uh, the masculine gaze of success. Um, and, you know, what I'm interested in is where the scientists bringing real science, they may not be the best you know, presenters, right. But they, man, they, they know their stuff. And, um, I also love what you said about female founders being so successful because, uh, 80% of femtech companies are run by women, founded by women, usually solving their own problems, things they personally relate to. And what we're seeing, and I'm so excited as I'm fundraising for our, our venture fund is, you know, when we show the exits, female founders do more with less money. And, you know, we have two quick examples is Modern Fertility just exited the other week and they exited for $220 million and they raised like $22 million. That's a huge, 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 like return on investment. They only raised $22 million. Here's these companies raising hundred million, you know, run by men. Here's like Modern Fertility, 22 million sold for over 200 million. Um, this is L, the tampon company. They've raised 10 million, sold for 100 million. It's like, you can't be the hardest investment decision you could ever make in your life. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Um, yeah. So Belly right now, we're going out to raise a series A, but um, I've, I've, I've built this business to a multi-million dollar run rate with a very, very small investment we're profitable. And I just, and I look at it and I, I see the stories that are written every day about everybody raising these huge rounds, yeah. but they don't really have a model and they don't really have anything. And I'm like, I've built a multi-million dollar company with a very, very small investment. I'm profitable. You should see all my numbers, my LTV, my CAC, da, da, da. And my investor of course loves, loves it. And he's like, oh my gosh. Um, and I've been lucky enough to have the right people, right, yeah. on that investment side. But but the, the thing that gets press is not the people who are doing well and, um, you know, building real companies that have a real long, right, runway. It's just, you know, you're, it it's seems like house. your mark of successful is how much money you raise, not exactly... Yeah. 
what your business is. Oh my gosh, Joni. We're going to be friends, by the way. I'm coming out to <laughs> Seattle. We're going to hang out. We're going to like go. We're going to hang out. Uh, because I keep tweeting like, hey, y'all, has Clubhouse figured out how to make revenue yet? Like everyone's like, Clubhouse is the unicorn of the year. And I'm like, they have, I don't think they made any money yet. Can somebody correct me if I'm wrong? But like, there ain't, there's no business model yet, right? Like, right. but we're excited. Okay, got it. Cool, cool. I'm going to yeah. go work on, you know, with companies like Lioness, a, a smart sex toy that has been never raised a dime and they're profitable and they're a hardware software company. It's like, that's, that's called hustling and grit. And anyways, yeah, Joni, wow. So, I mean, yeah. Y'all, if you're listening, start that femtech company, invest in that femtech company, get on board, tell everybody like this is really where it's at. It's it's like the world's best kept secret. I think uh, Hologic is the number one acquirer of femtech companies. I think that they've been keeping this a good secret and they're making a lot of money off of it for the last 20 years, 28 years. Uh, and now it's time for us to democratize that and uh you know, increase the wealth of women and then let's let us be the new investors so we can stop the whole dancing on stage act, right? Oh, we are going to be best friends. I can just feel it right now. You just gave me goosebumps. I I think that's it, right? And I think the more we come together and our voices become louder and you're right, it's successful. It is successful. Women founded businesses are successful and people do realize that maybe it's their own little secret because they're, you know, they're getting some good returns on that, but you're right. The cycle of empowering women, right? Investing in women, getting those returns, and then feeding back into that will change. Will change the world. It will. Um, But we have to be. We have to become together. We have to have like what you're doing is giving us the platform Mm -hmm. to tell our stories, Mm -hmm. to come together. And I just I thank you for what you're doing as well. Well, Joni, this has been so amazing. I think you have a special promo code for our listeners. I do. Yes. If you want to try our prenatal vitamins, you can go to bellybaby, B-E-L-I-B-A-B-Y.com and use the code FEMTECH15 for 15% off. We'd love Woo! to have you try it. Yeah. We'll become part of the belly discount, family. Y'all. Let us know how it is. Go belly. All right, Joni, you're amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it as well. Thank you to our sponsor, Dame, and thank you for listening to my interview with Joni Hansen-Davis, the CEO of Belly. Don't forget, our listeners get a special deal today. Go to bellybaby.com, that's B-E-L-I baby.com, and use promo code FEMTECH15 for 15% off your order. Alrighty, Fem fans, be sure to give the show a five-star review and share it with a friend. Join our virtual community at femtechfocus.org and join the thousands of other femtech founders, investors, and mentors advancing women's health. While in the virtual community, sign up to be a FemPro member for $10 a month and get access to the Femtech Institute, which is a library of Femtech and startup lessons that are sure to help you advance your startup and teach you more about the Femtech industry. Keep an eye out for our monthly Femtech book club and subscribe to our newsletter. Last but not least, please consider setting up a recurring donation to Femtech Focus. We are a 501c3 nonprofit and rely on your donations to operate. Okay, Fem fans, until next time, keep innovating because improving women's health and wellness improves everyone's health and wellness.